right back. And I, I may tell you a tale. A tale of three little pigs and a big bad wolf.
Hangtown Jen is not starting her week off well. She she wrote a long diatribe about all this work that she did, and the IT guy fucked her. Yeah, well, hey, Jen. Jen, Jen, Jen. <whistles> big picture. You're going to be a Southerner soon. Just think of that. That's the big picture right there. You're going to be a Southerner soon. Uh, let's, let's say some good mornings. First one here was Cowboys Girl today. She says, good morning, ass family. Numero una. Is that the female for Uno? I, I'm not sure. Uh, but congratulations. First one here. Straight Fire says, good morning, Cowboys girl. And to the fabulous ass family. Straight Fire, what's going on? Christopher. Christopher, why'd you put your reviews up? You, you put all the rest of the dang reviews up. I was, gonna, I was teasing people this week. I was putting up like two a day until we had you on the show Friday. It's okay. Hey, the, 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 everything's up now. So if uh, if you you need to a refresher class on the the Academy Awards, well, Christopher's done a bang up job all year for you. He's got the reviews of all those movies. Now Friday, Christopher and I are going to be doing the Assy Awards. 
Christopher, if you're listening, I'd like for you to send me an email on how you would like it presented, how you'd like it done. We'll go from there. But Christopher's in the house, dodging bullets down in Fresno. Uh, let's see, next one, let's see, we gotta do this and that, gotta move some stuff over. Oh, my lucky stars! Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only bratty kid! You gotta look out for number one, but don't step at number two! Hey, where are the white women at? No, oh, she's on her way to Ikea. That, that's where she's going. I, I, I'm going to resist all today. I gotta get a new straw hat for the year. She's going to Ikea first. So, let's see. I only put them on my friends list, and I don't have many friends. <laughs> no worries. Uh, I was, uh, let's see, um, Brady Kid. I hope that you have a spectacular day. I know you will. Uh, your aunt says, got my first dog bite yesterday, so yay for me. Okay. Andrew says, morning all. Sorry to hear about your day, Jen. Yeah, that sucks. That, that's not a way to start your day. Everyone I know in Texas and Oklahoma didn't sleep well last night because of the wind, rain, hail, or tornado threats. I thought you were going here, there and not because of bladder issues. I didn't even hear the weather last night. I don't hear weather when I sleep. Weather helps me sleep better. And that's why I was really pissed. Uh, let's see. Uh, you're right. You've been christened that pup. You just said welcome to the team. Now it's official. It was not one of our rescues, but actually one of our foster dogs. Needless to say, she will not be fostering again. It's a small bite, so no harm really. Good, 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 good. Derek says, good morning, ass family. It's Tuesday, so time to pay up Wimpy. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're doing okay? Because I know that you got a, I know there are big, big fucking uh, storms down near Round Rock and uh, Austin yesterday. (whistles) Lots and lots of damage done. It's that time of year, though. It's springtime. That means it's tornado time. Huge hailstorm. Jesus. Yeah. The weather's been rough. I'm ready for summertime to get here, and we just sit back and bitch about how fucking hot it is. Wait, I'm going to be a Southerner. Huh, that's a thought. You are. You're going to move to Virginia. That's still somewhat the South. They fought for the right side. Yeah, 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 yeah. Arise says, yeah, it steered clear of us and headed north. Okay. Oh, yeah, Virginia's Southern. No, they'll tell you they're Southern. They're not, you know, quite as, you know, blue-blooded Southern as some of us, but that that's a whole different story. There you go. Um, yeah, like I said, I didn't sleep a lot last night. I was more pissed than anything because I was tired and I was comfortable, but every couple hours, just wake up and go pee. It's like I turned into Bubba. Bubba's the dog that likes to pee. Doesn't Still doesn't lift his leg. Almost three years old and still doesn't lift his damn leg. You didn't fuck anything up, Christopher. Not at all. There's still Confederate flags in Virginia. There you go. That's all you need. Now you know you're really Southern. Uh, let's see. Monday Night Raw last night. Eh. No big deal. Didn't really care. Wasn't that good. Cody Rhodes didn't come out. Stone Cold didn't come out. So, eh, whatever. Wednesday, Tuesday. So, we got resist. Ooh, where are we eating today? Ooh, I get to pick dinner today. Oh, shit. Jeez. 
think I'm like, ooh, tacos sound pretty good. I don't know. I can't think about that now. I got a show to do. Uh, all right. Let, 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 let's get to the show, shall we? Let's go ahead and start all this bullshit. I don't have a story on this. I just know what's happening right now. Uh, Kajani Brown Jackson, the Supreme Court nominee, she's going to be grilled this morning. We'll see. She's going to make it through with no problem. The media already loves her. Even though she's weak on crime, media loves her. Joe Biden has come out. I love when Joe does stuff that he has no idea. It's okay, Arnie. My big old boy didn't lift his leg either. I think it throws him off balance. My female, the alpha, will lift her leg in the wind blowing the wrong way. Yeah, yeah, poor not, not Bubba, though. Bubba's not anything but an alpha. Isn't that right, Bub? You're like, you're, you're not even a beta. He's looking at me like, I don't know what you're saying. I don't speak Greek, Dad. <laughs> Joe Biden's warning. It, once again, another warning. I love all these warnings they're giving us. You know, being a proud Southerner, uh, last night we, we had storms come through. Brady Kid is not a, a born Southerner, so she doesn't know the whole tornado thing. If you're under a tornado watch, you ain't got to worry about anything. Nothing at all. If there's a tornado watch, and this is in text, if there's a tornado watch, that means it's going to rain. If there's a tornado war- warning, that's when you kind of have to pay a little bit more attention and listen for sirens. We got put in a warning last night, even though the, the tornadoes were like 40 miles away from us. And I was like, no, we don't have to worry about it. Good morning, Hot Stephanie. How are you? Try this again. All right. So Joe Biden warning us of evolving intelligence that suggests possible Russian cyber attacks against the U.S. I have to read that a little bit. Thank you, Arise, for sending me that. Uh, let's see. You guys are in a newer home, though. I figured they were built to withstand tornado. Am I wrong? Like, are you supposed to flee during a tornado warning or threat? No, 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 no. You stay inside. You jump in your bathtub. That's what they always tell you. You either get in your bathtub or a closet near the middle of your house. Good morning, Alicia. How are you? Brady should worry more about the hail here than the naders. Well, look, look, look. I just don't go out. Once it starts raining here, I, I, I know how biblical the rainstorms can be. We went out, was it yesterday we went out? And it, I mean, driving around yesterday, holy shit, was it raining. Good morning, Max, my eight-month-old Labradoodle. Look at that, Bubba. A labradoodle is raising his leg. You should be ashamed of yourself if you wake up. Just started lifting his leg. I guess he got tired of pissing on his front foot. Yeah, not Bubba. 
Bubba enjoys pissing on his front foot. Built a standing and suggest a bathroom. Fuck, no wonder why so many people die in tornadoes. That's just a wait-and-see approach. Honestly, I thought newer homes were built to go through the weather. I'm sure it's built to withstand a little bit more. But but tornadoes, like, like they aren't going to build a whole sleuth of houses just to withstand tornadoes. Probably get in the bathtub in case you shit yourself. Well, it's pretty grounded, and that's why they they say stay in there, and hopefully you won't fly out. So Joe Biden is warning us. Yeah, it rises absolutely right. Tornado's going to take whatever fucking tornado wants. You ain't going to stop a tornado. Just ain't. Why is Joe Biden talking about cyber attacks? Do you think Joe Biden uses a computer in the White House? I think Joe Biden, instead of, like, he has, like, an iPhone, I bet. The only part that he uses is the tip calculator. By the way, we have an interesting listener mail today about tipping. Can't wait to get to it. I've got the Heidi Ho shelter to go into. Well, you live in Oklahoma. Oklahoma's a little different. See, here in Texas... We know about tornadoes. We, we've gone through them. But nothing like what they go through in Oklahoma. I mean, because honestly, Oklahoma is just a flat, barren land. And Oklahoma's blow through there in Kansas like it's nothing. Sunday. Oh, yeah. Oh, the sun knows a lot about computers. Fucking A. I can't wait until that shit's fuck out. He accidentally donated LimeWire and gave his computer AIDS. They'll use cyber attacks to ruse the control midterm elections. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Also, because God loves Texas, he sends that shit north. Yeah, absolutely. God loves Texas. We don't get the tornadoes as bad as Oklahoma. We don't get that bad of hurricanes like Florida. We don't really get earthquakes. It's just pretty nice here, except in the summer. Summertime, it gets hot, but that toughens you up. By the way, I, I mean, it, I, I don't know. I, I Like, this is where I stand on this whole war thing that's going on. I know it's real. At least I think it's real. Um, Zelensky mentioned this a couple days ago that the Third World War has started already. We're in the beginning stages of World War III. Now, I hope that's not true. Uh... Only on 1883, there was a tornado on it. If the way they felt with them back then, in those days, it's no wonder why everyone's so afraid of them now. Tornadoes are motherfuckers. Look, there's a whole lot. If you ever come to Texas, uh, a lot of people think the state bird is actually a mockingbird. It's not. It's the fucking crane due to the fact that we're always in road construction here. There is not a part of a major metropolitan city in Texas that is not under road construction. 
and we've got this giant doozy of like a, a mix master, a spaghetti bowl, if you will, where 635 hits I-30, and they are fucking all that up. I mean, it is, it like, like it, it's awful. And it was right at about that area three years ago that an F5, also known as the Finger of God, hit. Hit in Garland. And it tore up a whole lot of shit in Garland. When an F5, and here's the worst part, it hit at night. Boy, when a tornado comes at night, you are fucked in so many different ways. You ain't going to see it. You're going to hear it, but you ain't going to see it. I was right next to that tornado less than a mile away. Andrew, you know exactly what I'm talking about. That was a big fucking tornado. I can't If that were to hit today, do you know how many people would be dead? With all the loose construction shit that's out there right now, all these beams, all this shit that'll get thrown around at anywhere between 100 to 300 miles an hour. Now, they don't have tornado warning speakers. I can't even hear our warning speakers here in Rockwall. How do you sleep soundly during the night at tornado? Oh, they, they warn you. They know what kind of clouds it is. Yeah, they run practice sirens here too, but I still don't hear them. See, I only need a couple of things under my belt, and then I've got all the natural disasters that I've been through. I've been in my share of tornadoes. I've been to like I've been in two or three tornadoes. I saw one hit like two blocks from my old house in Garland. That's when we're stupid kids and you go out and look at it. I've been in the middle of a hurricane down in Padre. Plenty of earthquakes living on the west coast. Ice storms, blizzards, got all that. That's no problem. I need a volcano and a tsunami. If anybody can make that happen, just let me know. Now, getting back out of natural disasters and talking into this disaster that's happening in the Ukraine right now, um, President Zelensky says that he's been in talks with President Vladimir Putin. They're trying to get some people out of there, all kinds of stuff going on. But they think that this is the salvo shots. In World War Three, Because a lot of people are saying this will lead to China invading Taiwan. And once that happens, then America will get tagged in. And it just depends on who we have to take on by then. And who knows, we might be going to Iran to fuck them up for shooting missiles as well. I like all the people, and, and, and this is one of my favorite things is when you have discussions with people about politics and you're not on the air and stuff and you don't have to worry about showbiz and you don't have to worry about entertaining masses of people, you can just have a conversation with anybody. 
And I choose to have these conversations with people, and that's why I don't call them idiots, because that's better served on the air. But to all the idiots out there that think that we should defund our military, um, you better wake the fuck up. We got problems. Got problems with Russia, China, North Korea, Iran, probably Afghanistan. But this is what we should do. We should we should strip down the military. I think that's a wonderful idea. Tsunami and volcano. Yeah, I'm not getting either one of those here in Texas. What does a, a, a World War III look like? I know that we've all thought about it, or at least it, it's run across our ideas. World War III, we all think that's just going to be the end. I honestly think only one leader is crazy enough to, to push a button, and that's Kim Jong Fat Fuck. Because I think that I think that pretty much all of North Korea would rather not exist than to be doing what they're doing now. Tagged in is going from one-on-one main event to a tag team match, and I know it's war, but we deserve Michael Buffer. Let's get ready. I can't say that. That, Otherwise, you get fined $10,000. Seriously, he has people. I'm not kidding. If If you use his trademark thing, like on the air, and you don't have permission to, you will get sent a cease and desist within minutes. I'm, I, I, this is not hyperbole. This is a real thing. It, I've seen it happen. And then you're 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 sent a check for ten thousand, or not sent a check, but sent a bill for like ten thousand dollars. A longtime Sacramento DJ did not know about that, and this guy is a legend. I'm not going to give his name. But he's the opposite of AM. Yeah, he played Michael Buffer's uh, Let's Get Ready to Do Stuff. And uh, literally 20 minutes later, there was a phone call to the radio station. And the station manager had to come and tell Pat. Or whoever the DJ was. So, yeah. But you're right. We deserve a lot more than, than this. Right now, it's like we're getting Bruce Buffer. I don't want his sorry brother. I don't know what World War III will be fought with, but World War IV will be fought with sticks and rocks, Albert Einstein. I agree with that. Okay, well, say it in your head, but know what I mean. We deserve the best, by the way, the stage of announcements. I'm all, oh, that's all I'm saying. Oh, I, I totally agree. I was giving you a little story why I can't say it. I don't know what it is. I, 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 I just don't. There, there's some kind of talks that Ukraine will give up all, all, all desire to become a part of NATO. If they let people leave there free, I don't know. I'm not sure. World War Three looks like empty store shelves, endless forms of propaganda, and corrupted politicians selling out the people they represent. I don't think people have the stomach for an old-fashioned forms of war anymore. 
That's pretty well said. That I mean that that is pretty well said. It's sad that we live in this time in in in, in such a day and age where technology has taken us so far and things like that and we still have to worry about fucking crazy people leading countries into wars. I don't get I do get it. I, I, I mean, it's all power play. It's all that kind of bullshit. You, you want to talk about lying? Okay, I'll, ta- I'll tell you about lying then. Here, here you go. You want to hear lying? How about this lie? President Joe Biden on Monday touted his administration's achievements in improving the economy. Wait, wait. Boy, you might be legally retarded. I, I, I mean, honestly... He tweeted out yesterday, our economic strategy has worked and it's still working. We've created six and a half million jobs last year. Uh, Oh, oh, do I get to retort? Oh, okay. We'll go through these. I'll I'll stop at each one and I'll tell you how he's lying. Uh, They did not create 6.7 million jobs last year. What they did was they allowed people to go back to work. When you tell someone that they can no longer work and you shut their business down, they become something that's called unemployed. Then when you go and you say, hey, your business can reopen and your business takes you back, that's not being employed. That's not creating jobs. And that's the word he used. There were not 6.7, whoa. Oh, man, that was a hell of a catch. I got my phone there. There were not 6.7 million new jobs created last year. Please tell me what new industry opened last year to where we opened almost 7 million jobs. (laughs) You can't even hurt someone's feelings anymore, let alone chop someone in half with a shovel. Uh, here's what I've seen. Russia has shown their ass. Russia and China are not battle-tested, and NATO forces have been. The U.S. military are battle-tested and might lack numbers, but make up for that in skill. I hope we're not in World War III, but if we are, I like our odds. Oh, I I like the fact that we're going to send a bunch of our fucking best over there. Look, look, our best versus theirs, it's not a contest. We win. We win. You want to throw North Korea in there? All them fucking, all those troops are starving. And Chinese, they're about half our size, so we ain't got to worry about them. Arnie, that can can be factually wrong, but maybe Kamala did create 6 million jobs. Yeah, oh, I, I, I'm sure she gave 6 million jobs last year. I think it would have been more accurate to tweet out, my administration normalized masks or tried to. My administration gave out a fuck ton of money, a fuck ton, or my administration wrote out COVID, and during that time, the economy began to recover. Getting back to work, my administration did that. He took away more jobs shutting down the pipeline, yep. good news is because we have two giant oceans on either side of us. Red Dawn-style invasion is the last thing we'll ever have to worry about. 
See, that's the one thing I do want to worry about. I want I want a stupid country to invade us. I want Red Dawn to happen. Because we the people don't have to follow the Geneva Convention. Oh, I'm cutting somebody's testicles off. That's all there is to it. There's a doctor in Ukraine I got to talk about next who's, who's saying to do that. But I, I'm just telling you right now, you invade our country, boy, you done fucked up. Somebody's going to put a shotgun up your ass and pull the trigger till it goes click. There ain't going to be none of you left. Unless China somehow manages to influence Mexico. Come on up through that way. We got it. We, we're, we're, we're still working on a nice wall that we'll put a bunch of 50 caliber fucking Gatling guns on. And your day is going to get remarkably worse. By the way, nothing. Oh, oh okay. So the six, seven point seven million jobs it did not create this. No. Next thing. Unemployment is down to three point eight percent, which you had nothing to do for except you open businesses again that you had closed down. Our economy grew at 5.7% last year. Once again, because people were at work, they have money, they're going back. We reduced the deficit by $360 billion last year. That is an outright lie. What are we at now? The, the national deficit is something like $19 trillion. Nothing was talked about inflation, which is at about 8 almost 9% now, or how much gas prices are. Those are the one thing that President Biden did not bring up yesterday, patting himself on the back until his rickety-ass arm almost broke off. Anti-gun person says no one needs an automatic weapon. North Korea lands in the backyard. Then they realize they need one. Red Dawn is very possible. The fentanyl that coming is from China. Yeah. Oh, you're right about that, Sawyer's dad. It's coming from China, and there's been a lot stolen. That's the cartels. Fentanyl is a is a terrible drug. As a former drug user. I can tell you the one drug that scares me out there is fentanyl. Because, you see, this is what happened. We put such a kibosh. We allowed these drug makers to make so much money off their opioids. Now, come on. Anybody who has one half of a brain cell knows that an opioid comes from an opiate, right? And and, and and that's the poppy seed plant. It's the exact same plant that's used to make heroin. Now, you clean it up. You don't make it as dirty as heroin is, but you, you put it in pill form. All these doctors and all these FDA people, see, they're all crooked as question marks. Because once you start taking something like a heroin-derived product, 
your body and your brain especially, they rely on it. Your body will make fake pain, so you take that. So we got addicted. We got Americans all over the place, young and old. We got them addicted to these opioids. Federal government did nothing about that. The federal government's been sitting on their thumbs. Oh, this it, it, when when that company came out, when opioids first came out, when 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 OxyContin first came out, and they said, "No, this is not going to be addictive whatsoever." They were lying through their teeth. That's why they're paying billions and billions of dollars in lawsuits now. But the government allowed that to happen. Americans got addicted to it, and poof, we're in the situation that we're in right now. Because the government at that time, well, and, and, and by the way, it doesn't matter who's in office. It doesn't matter if it was Obama, if it was Bush, if it was Trump. The government as a whole let this happen. The government is responsible for the opioid crisis. Now, they've shut the door so much on the opioid companies that people who are addicted are not running out to rehab because, first of all, rehab is embarrassing. Secondly, they don't want to tell people they're rehab. They don't have time. They have to go to work. So you have a whole generation of people that are addicted to these pain pills. And if they don't go down that road of heroin, which I did not, knock on wood, they will start buying pills from people randomly. These people that that sell pills randomly, they're getting them from people who have alleged prescriptions. They don't care. They just know how much money they're going to make. This is what happened to Prince. If you want to be upset at something, be upset at the federal government is responsible for Prince's death. Because they put such a lockdown on opioids, people like Prince couldn't get them anymore. So he had to resort to going to the street to get them. And what happened? One of the people went to the street and got them. They looked like his pills. They probably smelled like his pills. Yet they were laced with fentanyl and it killed him. But that's what people are going to do. They aren't going to go, well, the government's looking out for us now. I won't take any more of those Vicodin, even though I am massively addicted to them. Uh, No military on the planet uh, aside of our own has a large enough Navy to bring enough tanks. And Oh, yeah. Oh, nobody's going to ever attack us. No, I know that. Doctor used to give Mike fentanyl patches for his back. I used to have to put the gloves on him, that they are strong. I'm so glad we got off all those meds and patches and shots. Shit scared me out of pain helper. Uh, so strong, I had to use gloves to help him put them on. No fucking way, not in my house. Broken back or not, it will be all natural. When I went to detox, there was a lady who used to, to wear the fentanyl patches, and then she would strain them out at the end when it was done. And either inject them or just down it. Ugh. What kills me about the FDA is they'll give my dad opioids, but they won't approve drugs to slow pro- progression or cure ALS. 
Yeah, so your dad is relying on opioids from the pain. Look, I'm not saying op- opioids are bad because you get addicted to them, but the problem is they do work. They don't do the right kind of work. There's nothing anti-inflammatory about it. There's nothing about it. It just tricks your brain. That's all. It started when Reagan was governor. Look up Jerry Brown's daddy. He started closing off mental institutions. Was the first miracle drug of Thorazine. Yep. Well, who was the doctor that said oxycodone wasn't addictive? Anthony, I love sucking dick Fauci. Yeah. FDA signed off on this drug saying it was less than 1% addictive. Many of our most powerful people in bed with Big Pharma, even though they had to pay billions, they still have a shitload of money that they're still giving opioids out like they're not addictive. Well, they have to. See, here's the problem. They have to give opioids out. Like, they, I, I have to get knee surgery at some point in my life. If not, I'll just walk around with a limp, and that's fine. I'm terrified of getting knee surgery because I know what they'll give me. And they have to give me that because I have to heal and not be in pain when I'm healing. So that's why they're still giving out. They're giving out a lot less now. But that's what happens. Lisa says, I blame the doctors uh, that overprescribe. Yep. If you watch Dope Sick, some of the doctors were duped. They thought since the FDA approved it, it's all good. FDA is about making money. They don't care about people either. A lot of those doctors, though, are paid by these pharma companies to push their medications. Then they had you wear gloves because it was a transdermal patch. You get it when it touches your skin. Gloves protect you from the absorption. Okay. You know what's weird? When I uh, I have knee pain when I'm idle, when I run, the pain goes away. Well, I'm not going to test that theory because I ain't going to run anytime. I ain't got nothing to run from. Ain't no police taking me. Derek says, I'm never taking what they gave me unless it's Motrin. Running has also helped my ankle. I uh, fractured my fibula. Okay. Look, there is, there is a drug out there that can truly help you. And look, for a long time, I was anti it. But let me just tell you, and, and I saw this happen. I, I heard it happen firsthand with my brother Tom, who was getting cancer treatments. They had Tom on everything. I mean, he was in so much pain when, when the cancer took over his body. That only one thing helped him, and it was weed. It was it was marijuana. I don't know what forms they got him. I don't know. I, I doubt that it was smoke because he was in the hospital. But I think they gave him edibles and things like that, and that's the one thing that helped alleviate his his pain. Is that? Oh, I, I'll just say this right now. It, Cannabis is an amazing, amazing healing process, and it will always be pushed to the side because big pharma can't get their hands on it. That's what it is. Back pain when not running for the last three months, finally figured out uh, with PT. Um, you have to use your voice and know nobody. The doctor will prescribe what they're encouraged and taught to. 
They believe the meds are right. I had to practically yell at our doctor to get his pot card, tell him THC, give him help. You have to find what works for you, like medication, relaxation, CBD, THC. Uh, makes oils, edibles, 12 years, no meds, and he's as good as he's ever going to be. Good days and bad days are part of life. Amen to that. And he went through that knee surgery twice without any pain prescribed, just his own edibles. Okay, interesting. You need them, some don't. My sister's in a similar situation. She was a big rig accident, messed her neck up. Uh, so she's on meds every day. I want to try and switch her to CBD. I have a steer full of pills because I never take them. There you go. There you go. Well, I used to. I took enough pills for everybody here. Don't worry about it. If anybody's ever worried about they haven't taken enough pills, just say, I know Arnie. I know Arnie, and Arnie has taken enough enough pills for me to live a normal life. I didn't need any pain pills after my last spinal surgery. That's good. I'm glad to hear that. Oh, boy. California, California, California. California lawmakers are introducing new legislation to give unemployment benefits to illegal aliens. Uh-huh. Steerful pills. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Uh, that's why I'm here. I'm here to take the pills that you didn't. Uh, following the example of New York, lawmakers in California introduced legislation that would provide unemployment payments to people who are in the state illegally who have lost their jobs. Well, isn't that wonderful? Isn't that wonderful? You've come here and you, you broke the law by coming here illegally. Then you took a job from somebody in this country that you really shouldn't have, and you got fired, and now the state's going to pay you unemployment. Fantastic. That is great. Douglas says California leadership is fucking dumb. Tim says, God damn it. Cowboys girl, while my daughter struggles to make it with two jobs... Yep. The bill comes after the coronavirus pandemic, which caused many Californians to lose their jobs. While government officials shut down businesses and ordered people to stay home. You're going to make me stay home. I'm going to stay home and you're going to pay me for it, Chico. I love it. I love it. Proposed bill AB 2847. Remember those numbers, 2847. The excluded workers pilot program would create a one-year pilot to provide unemployment benefits for undocumented people. They want to make it permanent, though, of course. The state has about 2 million undocumented residents. Yeah, you might want to add a million to that. If the bills pass, it would take effect in 2023 at a cost of $690 million. 
The money would come from the general fund, which is now enjoying surplus under the measure undocumented workers who lose their jobs will receive up to $300 a week for 20 weeks. Regular unemployment is $450 a week for 26 weeks. So instead of getting all that money, you're only going to get six grand. Jesus. Could you imagine uh, the cure for cancer? I'm sure it's out there, but won't be brought out because the medical industry would crash. Like all bullshit, there are wanted signs everywhere. If you don't have a job, you're not looking legal or not. Don't get me started on the the, the jobs thing. Don't 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 get me started. Don't get me started on this. These motherfuckers that ain't working, they're sitting at home, letting the government still paying them. Boy, you're gonna have a you're gonna be so upset. Oh, God damn it. And you're, you know what you're going to do? You're going to blame the Republicans, and I don't give a fuck. Because this is what's going to happen. You assholes that still stay at home and milk the government for all this money from COVID, that will come to an abrupt end at the beginning of 2023 due to a red wave that takes over in 2022 when we vote in November. And when we say we're going to cut you off, we are cutting your shit off. And you see, that's when employers are going to go, oh, $15 out of minimum wage? I don't think so. I think we're going to take it back to nine. You see, they want workers there now. They need them now. If you wait, you're playing a dangerous game. Six hundred ninety million dollars. It feels healthy. Feels like a ton of potholes that could be fixed, right? I don't know. Maybe build some veterans, some homeless houses. I, I, I don't know. This is how they document who have and can get them bullshit status to be allowed to vote and vote Democrats. This is just just their way to purchase illegal votes. Yeah. Sorry, had to. I've always been 100% believe that welfare should have been called workers from day one. Workfare, as a trade-off, you need to work for food or medical. I need the streets picked up a trash. I need weeds pulled on sidewalks. Hold on. One more. There we go. Pardon me. I have needs, too, that my tax dollars will gladly pay for those things. Is that wrong of me? No, it's not wrong of you. That's an actual, that's a good situation right there. Thank you for saying bless you, Hangtown Jen. Your shit is getting cut off like a dick in Lorena Bobbitt's hand. Amen to that. And I can't wait. You're going to see all these people crying on the news. You're going to see these liberal reporters come out and go, oh, they've cut off all help to these people. These people have done nothing wrong. Yeah, they have. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you've, you, you've become lazy and gluttonous. You're spending all this money that you don't have. It's gluttony. I'd suggest that, like, like, look, I know that a lot of people out there, especially that are on the left, they don't want to hear this kind of stuff, but I'm telling you right now, 
hear me now, believe me later, as Hans and Franz would once said. You go out and get a job now. Because another year or so, when the Republicans take over and they cut all this fucking free money going out to people, jobs are going to be scarce. Then Joe Biden. Then Joe Biden can brag about having the lowest employment numbers, unemployment numbers of all time. Because, you see, that would be the actual Congress doing something. Do I think it's going to happen? I hope it's going to happen. I'm not sure if it will or not, but it should. These the same fucking idiots who think food is grown in a grocery store, have no idea what it actually comes from, and then complain when farmers are getting water, they should be flushing down their toilets. Oh, I I, I hear you. Oh, I, I totally hear you. By the way, Jen, I'm so sorry I didn't do this earlier. I had something for you. Uh, the definition of big dick energy. The loud and boisterous energy emitted by someone who has a colossal phallus and doesn't have to tell anyone about it. The energy speaks for itself. The big dick tells its own story. Everyone strives for big dick energy. Only few possess such a gift. People with big dick energy possess qualities such as leadership, kindness, positivity towards others, great humor, and a don't f with me aura. Great hair too. Wow. Look, there goes Brian with that big dick energy. He is unstoppable. That's what they say. Big, big dick energy, unstoppable. Meant to play that earlier. I, I, I apologize. <laughs> you strolling, big dick energy. Okay, all right, fair enough. Uh, Jesus, Arnie, I almost walked into work with that sound by playing. <laughs> uh, Alicia says, I radiate big dick energy. Yes, yes, you do. You do have fantastic hair. I have to say that. Um. Uh, I love the fact that California wants to do this for illegal aliens. So good. Uh, let's see. Uh, if you think that your, uh, your your prices in the grocery stores are high right now, well, guess, guess what? Experts are saying, just wait. Hold that beer. As the war continues to ravage Ukraine... They say it started with the rapid rise in gas prices. Now with Russian oil banned in the U.S. and energy uh, heightened globally, experts say shoppers can expect their grocery bills to rise, especially if Ukraine misses its wheat planting season. So once again, we're blaming we're we're blaming our high prices. For, for for that. Because wheat's going to go up, even though we're the second biggest exporter of wheat in the country. Ukraine is fifth in the world. We're second. Why are we worried about it? See, this is the thing that does it. You're right. They blame Russia, but only 3% of oil doesn't fucking add up. No, it's because we're fighting for everybody else's oil. 
We're trying to keep oil prices down for Japan. We're trying to keep oil prices down for all that part of the world. That's why I say fuck it, man. Just shut down. We don't need whatever's in the rest of the world. We've got books and we've got the internet to see it. I don't need to go there. Remember, Arnie, California is doing this, and New York is allowing illegals to vote, but only for local elections. Yeah, that's going to shit the bed. I'm just telling you that right now. They're going. This is my favorite thing to talk about. Let, let's talk about this, shall we? You're going to allow illegal aliens to vote, okay? I, I see a lot of problems with that. First, that is a benefit of being an actual citizen, of America is that we actually get to participate in elections. If you're not a citizen, you don't. Sorry. And by the way, how many times can they vote? How many illegal names do they have? How many different social security numbers do they have? Oh, I know how this scam works. I knew somebody who worked in a field that used a lot of illegal aliens to to work. He showed me all the ways around it. Company trying to save money. I understand it. Not the right way to do it. Didn't like what he was doing. But, hey, he showed me how it works. Government knows it's going on. All the government would have to do is send out their fucking, what's it called, NICE? Is is it still NICE or is it Border Patrol? I don't even know what it's called anymore. You send them out to a job, so all you got to do is send them fucking driving to damn Home Depot. Six o'clock in the morning. Watch them motherfuckers scatter. Now, why are they scattered? They all got warrants? Or are they all here illegal? We just look the other way. Oh... Sawyer's dad, that would be mean, though. And by the way, when I say it like that, I'm not trying to be a jerk to you. I'm trying to be a jerk to the people that would actually say it like that because you know I'm right. He says, there's a solution to everyone else's issues like oil. If we tell OPEC to eat a dick and then turn America on industrial, we'll be fine. Iran and Russia will be poor again. Oh, let's not leave out Venezuela. You see, we can't do that. That's mean. Americans aren't mean. That's just mean to do. We'll go ahead and just punish ourselves. You see, this guilt that runs wild in America is not only white guilt, but it's American guilt as well. I say this right now. Fuck Russian oil. Now... I'm not saying fuck the Russian people. There's a lot of bad things going on with Russian people right now. People are kind of like treating them bad. Russian people had nothing to do with this war. The Russian people don't want this war. They, they, they are putting people in jail in Russia who are protesting this. I like it better. Eat a duck. I mean, it came from Sawyer's dad, so you know he's saying suck a duck in front of the kiddos.
now, now, Arnie, you're talking about policies and the bad orange man was doing like deporting illegals. I want to go back to being mean. I want mean tweets and $2 gas. Help me understand why these times our country isn't using our own goods and services for the American people and put first. Or would that be the right thing to do because our president isn't pro-America? It would be the right thing to do at all times because we are pro-America and we should take care of America first. But the problem is this, Ghost, and this is something that I've had to struggle with to realize what it is. Joe Biden and whoever has been, whoever's pulling the puppet strings, they have been influenced by the younger people. And what they're trying to do is they're trying to go younger. Democrats are trying to go younger. And this is why you see AOC everywhere. This is why you see a lot of younger Democrats out everywhere, even though they still put the oldest man in the fucking, in the history of the presidency in this year. They want to skew to those youngers. This is why the White House actually had TikTok influencers on in the White House the other day. They want to go through TikTok to talk to people about the war. I just shake my head. We don't use our own goods because that would be mean to other countries. We want it, We don't want to drill here in America anymore. We want to leave it pretty and pristine. Even the bad parts like Detroit. You think if Detroit had under oil underneath it, we wouldn't mind drilling there? That could be only an improvement for that shithole. The American elites want to take the natural resources from other countries, and once they run dry, we'll sell them our resources at a much inflated price. I know that that's a popular theory out there, but this is what's going to happen. When Saudi Arabia's wells run dry or Venezuela or Russians run dry, we aren't going to be able to go, well, look at all this that we got. We're going to sell it to you for this. No, that will start a war. They'll come over here and try to take it. If we're the only place in the world that has oil left or at least enough to, you know, survive, there will be boots on ground. Detroit was one of the richest cities. Now you don't want to be there after dark. No, you don't want to be there after light. War is started by the old and angry, but fought by the young and uninformed. American elitists don't fucking care about the common man or or common woman or and non-binary person. Yeah, you better say it like that. This is where we need to adopt the old policy my parents taught me about. And that is the shit or get off the pot controversy. Are we going to do anything for Ukraine? You either got to shit or get off the damn pot. And I'm not telling you what your choice is. I'm not telling you what the choice is. My choice would be yes. Yes. 
Fucking A. Let's start drilling. Drill, baby, drill. Sadly, I still don't think that's going to happen, though. And it is very, very sad. Ukrainian doctor tells TV he gave orders to castrate Russian soldiers. That's pretty badass. Oh, that fucking, oh, you know what? We'll save her. We'll save that stupid mealy-mouthed bitch. Uh, war is just lambs uh, to the slaughter. I fucking hate war and used to believe that humans would evolve to a point where we wouldn't be so savage. But time goes on and human nature remains the same. It does. Now you're talking, let's unleash American energy products. Let's build nuclear power plants. Stop buying our goods from other countries that use slave labor. Let's put all these unemployed Americans to work by bringing them back American manufacturing. Amen. Let's do this too. Let's let's hire some of the unemployed to work in the fields of solar. Let's hire them to work in the fields of hydroelectricity as well. As we're working in nuclear hydro, we're working in, in solar, in wind, and in coal, and in oil. Let's get it all. I'm down. I am so down for that. Liberal and conservative elitists are globalists. Trump fought them for five years. Now we have to speed up the process, and this is causing what we see today. Yeah, I agree with a lot of that. Fighting Ukrainians take balls, literally, because Ukrainians take your balls. By the way, congratulations going out to New York City. New York City! Yes, over the weekend. There were 29 shootings in New York. That's up 383% from 2021. By the way, just to let everybody know, there were only 23 shootings this weekend in Chicago. Yeah, uh, Big Apple's like, yeah, we're the biggest for a reason, motherfucker. Recognize. Yes, uh, Christopher, I agree completely. Hell yeah, let's do it all of it. As long as it's made by Americans and operated by Americans. And I am happy as fucking a clown about that. I would love to see the energy section take on every form. And then we'll allow the market to pick out the one they want to use. It's not that hard. See, we need to diversify our energy sources, not just go uh, green and eliminate fossil fuels and nuclear. Why can't we just use both consistently? Nobody wants to explain that, Douglas, because if we use both consistently, then one side loses. That's what they'll say. At this point, the reason they left moved uh, the employment to other countries for for cheaper labor materials. But now with the rise in prices, the scarcity of products and delay in shipping, it makes 100% to invest in America and rebuild our factories. Uh, We already pay increases in retail. Might as well make it home. There's a golf club company out there called PXG. 
The companies that are made, the, the, the clubs look nice. They're super expensive because they are made in America. But uh, I saw an ad for them over the weekend, and they were talking about get your irons in like three days because we don't ship from overseas. Wow, that's a lot of shootings. New York City really think... Oh, wait, I'm sorry. You said New York City? New York City! I uh, should really think about acting some tough gun laws. Do you know who wins? America wins and American people win. It, it, it's about time American people start winning. In one week, they, they, they quadrupled. Unfucking believable. Yeah, that, that trip might not be happening now. Just letting you know. All right, we have listener mail coming up next. 775-357-FANS. If you want to write, please write me at arnieradio1 at gmail.com. <laughs> Almost gone. Had a good woman and I went and did her own. Honey found out I was loving double time. She moved me from her heart to the back of her mind. She made a man boy out of me. Just a vision of the past is all you see. Like a statue of stone, a part of me. That woman made a memory out of me Lord, I'm so low down for what I've done I don't need in the sun, hide my face, hang my chin, just another sad story about an old husband, she made a man, more out of me, it's the vision of the past, it's all you see, like a statue of stone, a part of me.
himself trying to make a living.
that now He came and told the road here He lost his life down in the big show mine When Halloween will be over When red and I need back now Then when I die Dear Lord in heaven Please take my soul Meet that cold around this here uh he wrote me uh on here and says tennessee whiskey by chris stapleton came on at work radio a while ago a co-worker mentioned david allen co sang it oh david allen co wrote it and produced it and sang it first i have not heard that version could you play it on okay so this is the chris stapleton version when you hear this I'm not a big Chris Stapleton fan. Used to spend my nights out in ballroom. Okay, there you go. I used to spend my nights out in a bar room Liquor was the only love I'd known I'm just gonna play it through the hook But you rescued me from reaching for the bottom Brought me back from being too far gone. Ready, here we go. You're as smooth as Tennessee whiskey. You're as sweet as strawberry wine. Such a better version. Such a better version. They need to, they, 
all the ACM and CMAs and MCAs and all those awards they give to Chris Stapleton, y'all better be dropping some of them off at DAC's house. Triple T says, huge difference. David's version is much better. Oh, I, I, I agree completely with that. But, yeah, there you go, Triple T. Not one of my favorite David Allen Coe songs. It, honestly, for David Allen Coe, you have, of course, the greatest song ever, this one. But it was all that you got that. I mean, long-haired redneck. Country DJs know. Good song. Uh, if that ain't country, well, we all know that one's good. That one's got certain words in that one. Um, this is one of my favorites right here. This is called Willie Whalen and Me. I heard the burritos out in California could fly higher than the birds. Okay, and then you got... Jack Daniels, if you please. You want to talk about a good song, though? How about a duet with George Jones? Last week he spent his whole paycheck on whiskey. This is David Unco. Down up Friday night, he'll do it all again. Bring in the possum. good country music right there. Uh, let's see. Uh, look at that. Zach has a day off today. Good rainy day morning to you. Adios, y'all. Got to go into Satan's asshole, a.k.a. Kaiser. Oh, that sucks, Alicia. Have a great day. I'm not a Stapleton fan, but I like Stapleton's version better. Okay. I'll give him hell, Alicia, which is in case would be hemorrhoids. Underground Railroad, definitely my album. I like both versions. I'm a fan of Chris Stapleton and his raspy, amazing voice and his wife who sings with him. She does. Yeah, but like a seven-minute version of uh, You Are My Sunshine. Uh, let's see. Can I, can I find that? I mean, this it's good, but Morgan say I mean, it's... I don't know. Just, is he like a goth country artist? I mean, this is like dark. That doesn't sound like my You Are My Sunshine, but it was. I promise you that. Uh, all right, it's time to do the uh, the <laughs> listener mail. Uh, listener mail brought to you by our good friends at JS Floors, the best flooring store in the West. Oh, man, the rest. Oh, God, let me just tell you what the rest they like to do. They like to tell, they, they like to come into your house, right? One's pretending to give you a bid, 
And then the other ones, they go into all your other rooms and they grab all your cellular and phone devices and they call Russia and they tell Russia that you're hiding Ukrainians in your house. So the next dock on your door is going to be the KGB coming over there. You know who's not going to do that to you? My good friend Jesse at JS Floors. He's not going to do that. He's not going to ratchet out. He's not going to lie and say you're hiding Ukrainians. What he's going to do is he's going to put in the best floors known to mankind. That's what he and JS Floors are going to do. Give him a call. 775-267-4123. Goddamn people helping, helping the Ruskies out. I can't believe that. I wouldn't take a dime from those people. Yes, the, the rest also like to salute pictures of Putin. Yeah, the, oh, I agree with that completely. I've seen it. Now, we got a couple of ass mails in here a little bit later, so I'm, I'm going to take care of the singing now. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll do a couple of classics here like this one. Oh, wait, I got to get the lyrics out. Good patriotic song. Here we go. My ears have heard the stories of all your broken hearts. They range from cheating to having nasty parts. If you need someone to listen, then I am here for you. It's time to ask me now. It's time to ask version number one and then of course a favorite for everybody this one right here got some problems I can help you. Don't you worry, I'm a trained professional. We've all been there time after time. Now you gotta ask, so I can help you out. Ask me now, ask me now, before I book a cow. You know I'll do it Take pictures of it Me fucking a cow Fucking a cow All your ratings Are in the gutter You sure miss me That is fucking obvious Fat and fatter what you've become Don't you really miss me When bonus checks come out Ask me now Ask me now Before I fuck another cow I already fuck one And now it's two I'm fucking the cow 
nothing to do You hear my voice in the morning hours and miss me Radio reminds me that I'm in the right place Driving down the road you'll hear me say All the bad words like fucking cock Pussy and cunt Ask me now Ask me now That's right I fuck multiple cows I told you I'd do it And now I'm painting it I'm fucking a cow I'm fucking a You know why that's gold? That's gold because it changes now. Every time you hear it, it's new. Because we're adding lyrics at the end, and I like it. I like it a lot. <sighs> that's what they should call the show now. <laughs> Rotund and dumpy. <laughs> Mr. Sunshine on my goddamn shoulders, John Denver. You did him proud. I'm sure he's got his arm around Pops right now, both looking down, beaming with pride at you, Mr. States. Yeah, yeah, if they found John Denver's head, then yes. The rest don't mind paying a high gas price because they own Teslas and won't stop bringing it up every chance they get. By the way, Christopher, thank you for sending me that video first. It's gone viral, and I, I, I didn't run with it. I guess somebody took somebody's Tesla, and they, like, jump a street somewhere. And it's just mayhem. It's pretty funny to watch. Bo and Luke would have landed that thing perfectly. I, that, that's all I got to say. I almost pulled out a lighter. I simply just didn't have a lighter. There you go. I think this is the best ask uh, song. And and we didn't start the straight fire. Oh, yeah, straight uh, the, the fire song is pretty damn good. Look, uh, we haven't had a concert in a while. We might have to have a concert pretty soon. Go over all these songs. We might have to rank them. We can do celebrity ass deathmatch with with the Ask Arnie songs. Do I have sixteen? Oh, I have at least sixteen, don't I? I know that we we're supposed to do celebrity ass deathmatch today, but I moved it to tomorrow. Oh, I like this idea a lot. I like this idea a lot. Is it? Wait, wait. Ask family. Is this a good idea? Before I move on to later, wait. Friday, should we do the celebrity ass death match of the Ask Arnie songs? They, I, I'm putting it. I, I'm putting it in your court now. The Coop says yes, all capitals. Andrew says, I vote hell yeah. So we got one, two, three, four, five, 
six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one. 22. Wow. Okay. So I'll have to, I'm going to have to get this down, but Friday. So make the note right now, this Friday, this Friday's show, not only is Christopher going to be on and we're going to be doing the assies, but we're also, your vote is no, man, man, (laughs) so his dad hates the songs. I like it. I think we're going to do it. Yep, I think we're going to do it. Which word did I say? I did not say the H-E-L-L-A word. Sorry, Sore's so dad, this is a democracy and we voted. The yeses have it. So, yes, Friday we will be singing all, we'll be singing 16 of the Ask Arnie songs to find out what the greatest one is. Oh, I love it. I love that a lot. All right, let let let's uh let let's get to listener mail here, shall we? Let's start this feature up while we have it going. Oh, what a beautiful morning! Welcome to mail call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Now the first few letters are all about the same thing, so we'll we'll address them all. I did not say that word. I'll have to go back and listen. I did not say the H E L L A word. Uh, dear Arnie, this is from our dear friend Bradley, uh, who's a big uh, 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 Virginia Tech fan, big Hokies fan. I just want to say thank you for your interview with Pastor Locke today. I have followed him since the start of COVID, and I've even been to see a tent to see him twice. Holy shit, that's awesome. I grew up in the Seventh-day Adventist church, so I have a really hard time with organized religion. When I heard you had him booked for an interview, it sort of made me cringe, and I actually considered not even listening because I was worried this interview was going to be nothing more than a joke and wouldn't be taken seriously. I'm not saying I believe with everything he speaks, but he does get to me to think and listen, and that's why I followed him. I am beyond glad I listened, though, because it was the best interview I have heard him give yet. You were completely professional and completely fair in everything you asked him, and I thank you for that. This was such a great show and such a great interview. Thanks again. Thanks once again for showing me why you're the best and there's no other podcast worth listening to on a daily basis. Thank you for being you, Bradley. You just don't want to vote on him? Okay, I understand, Swords Dad. I get it. I get it. It's like asking who your favorite child is. Sawyer's dad, I already know it's Sawyer because your screen name is Sawyer's dad. But your, your other son, you, you know. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's a joke. Uh, well, I, I wrestled with this. I, I wrestled with this idea about how to do this interview. Because if you listen to a lot of Pastor Locke stuff, he is out there. I, I'm not going to lie. He is fucking out there. If you listen to some of his other stuff, though, you sit there and he, he preaches a lot about personal responsibility. It's something I like to talk about. He's no dummy. 
I'm, I'm just going to say that right now. Rankin says, Matt, what, what about Matt? Was he here? Did he just show up? Um. <laughs> oh, your favorite child. Oh, yeah, I already know that's your favorite child. I love my children equally just at different times. Um, I, I didn't know if I wanted to go after him and rip him apart. I, I didn't want to because, A, I don't want that getting around that I, I'd like to do more interviews on the show, and if it becomes known that I'm just here to eviscerate you, then people aren't going to agree to come on my show. But you are very welcome, Brad. I'd love to have him on again. I thought he was very, very well-spoken, very genuine person. Look, some of his shit is crazy out there. I, I'll give you that. But, hey, he was an entertaining guy, and he agreed to be on the show. So that's why I had him on there. So there you go. Bradley, I'm glad that you enjoyed said interview. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Arnie, please tell me that you're either going to do more interviews or at least have the pastor on again. That was amazing. Honestly, the best radio I've heard in years. Well, thank you, Ken. I appreciate it. I'll give it to him. I mean, he was... This is a problem you have sometimes, and I don't necessarily like doing phone interviews, but you have to now. It's hard sometimes doing phone interviews with people because you don't know where they are. You don't know what they're doing. We interviewed Kid Rock one time right when he woke up. I'd like to see if he thinks Austin 316 is sacrilegious. Oh, I'm betting he does. I'm betting he does. If I were to ask him about that, oh, I'm sure he's just going to say this. That is full-blown witchcraft. It's witchcraft. Uh, I I, I took a lot of pride in that interview on on Friday. I I did. I, I, I felt great about that all weekend long. See, he was willing to give. He was willing to, to be interviewed. That's the hardest thing that you run into with these things is that he was great. Every once in a while, you get great people like that. Not all interviews are like that. He was fantastic. He was, re- he was ready to defend himself. Not that I was about to come after him, but he look, he knows the game. He knows what's going on. Good for him. I agreed with all he said on the show, but that's just me. He's very well-spoken and, sh- and sharp. I also enjoy his accent. Yeah. Hey, it, it, to each their own, like, like, if this guy's church isn't for you, if his message isn't for you, then don't listen to him. It, it's that simple. Well, Arnie, he's saying stuff and he's corrupting people's minds. Well, he could say the same thing about shit that you listen to. Those people want their minds corrupted by him. They should be allowed to go. They're not hurting anybody. I'll tell you this right now. I would much rather go to his service than a Westboro Baptist service. Westboro Baptist service is nothing but hate. Yeah, I'm sure there are going to be people that say the exact thing about uh, against this pastor, and I, I think they're wrong. I think he's a little bit more open-minded than the Westboro Baptist people. 
You should watch and do live commentary with the pastor on Attitude Air WWE clips. He loses shit over a hot lesbian or sexual chocolate. Oh, man. You know what, though? I bet you, I bet you he watched that shit. Like, like the, the vibe I got from him, he was a regular guy, and he's just had enough, and he, he, he became a theologist, and I, mean, I imagine it. that You know, he said a crap ton a couple times. I imagine he, he's let some bad words out at sermons. If I could find a minister that cursed during, during Sunday service, I'd be at that church all the time. You get me a pastor that curses, I am front row center. And I ain't going, look, look, to me, do, do you know what church is for me? Church for me is live theater and it's free. You don't have to tithe when you go in there. You go in there, you dress up, and you watch the minister give a sermon. That's showtime right there. And depending on what kind of preacher, what kind of priest you got, pastor, you either going to get something good or you're just going to get something that's fucking heavy as shit that has God on it. I think Pastor Pastor Locke knows that he's an entertainer as well. That's what, and, and you know what? I got to give it up. I, I enjoy people that are showmen like that. That guy right there is a showman. All you got to do, and if you watch some of his videos, he is pretty funny. I mean... When he said, and your little dog, too. He knew exactly what he was doing. That guy's an entertainer. He's, he's there to make money and, and praise God in that order. I think he's an ECW list. Uh, all right, let's go to the next man. I think we got a couple more like this, so uh, we'll get those. Let's see. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Dear Arnie, I was expecting a loud back and forth between you and the pastor. To my surprise, I was actually listening to people have a healthy discussion. Way to prove it can be done. AIG forever and ever. Yeah, we better not tell him about the AIG thing. Yeah, he might think that's a little blasphemous. Watched all that shit with his little dog, too. Um, no. I, look, the problem is, is that when it comes to doing this show, um, I, I, there's nothing I hate more, and, and I truly mean hate more than watching, like, it, it used to be really a lot worse than it is now, but the Fox NFL pregame show with Terry Howie, Michael, and Jimmy Johnson. This is back when J- uh, James Brown was the host for the Clark fella. Uh, he couldn't wrangle them in, and they'd all be talking at the same time. There's nothing more annoying to listen to than that, than just people talking over one another. I would never allow that to happen on this show. That 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 that's beyond terrible radio. I would shut up so my guests could la- you know, and then when it was my turn, I would just turn their mic down. That's how you do it. Arnie, do you think Pastor Locke borrowed some of Zach from Sam Kennison? Probably not. 
No, I, I think Kennison was more of a Pentecostal uh, preacher as well. And I don't think that he was uh, as theatrical. If he took anything from Sam Kennison, it was later Sam Kennison, minus the cursing. Because I don't think that Sam did that while he was cur- while he was preaching. I almost used the AIG logo for the YouTube clip of the interview. I decided against it ultimately. Okay. My favorite part of the interview was when Pastor Locke uh, brought up snake handling churches, and you didn't skip a beat and asked if he ever went to one, and he said he always wanted to. I was on the floor laughing in my car. Dude, I wanted to, man. Snake handling churches are awesome. I didn't think that you were saying it bad, Brett. I was just giving you my opinion. Yeah, if Dad would take me, I I might still be a snake handling follower if I if I had gone, because that shit right there. Let me just tell you right now, now it's showtime. I mean, you know the Pentecostals, they were good about this. They got a band in there, a couple guitars, maybe a bass, boom, ba ding, boom. You know the, the Pentecostals got it down. They understand about showtime to a point. Snake handlers, that's all it is. I mean, they got music going. They're singing out loud. They're talking in tongues. If you ain't never been to a religious service where they spoke in tongues, then you haven't been to a religious service. Oh, man. And it all sounds the same. It sounds like gobbledygook. Motherfuckers ain't talking no different language. They're just making up a bunch of sounds. I would not let my father speak in tongues at church. I, I, I'd give him the elbow that I usually got if I, if I saw him, like, getting ready to take a deep breath and fixing his face. I'd be like, nope, uh-uh. Maybe I should have let him speak in tongues. Maybe he would take me to a snake handling church then. Religion fascinates me. It, it, it not, not for the... the purpose of people in their walks with God, it's just so fascinating to watch how many people have a different interpretation of the exact same book. Mormons, I'm not talking about you because you added shit to the book. (laughs) Fucking crazy people. Remember that one pastor got bit by a snake in church and died like five years ago? This is why... And it's so funny because nobody will ever have the, nobody has the guts to have this conversation. I have the guts to have this conversation. Why is it, and and, and I'll tell you why it is, because a majority of Americans look down upon these people as hillbillies and rednecks. But did you know that snake handling is illegal in 48 of the 50 continuous or continental U.S. states? I believe West Virginia and Oklahoma are two of the states that it's still allowed in. Isn't that religious persecution? Hey, man, it's wacky. It's crazy to be walking around with fucking venomous snakes in your hand. But that's their belief system. And you're squashing them. That's where little Chris (laughs) went. Pentecostal church with people speaking in tongues, running up and down the aisle, throwing themselves on the floor. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, that's a Pentecostal church right there. I mean, shit, you get a show, you get exercise. Christopher, let me ask you this. Did you have a good pastor or a bad pastor? And we all could tell who the good pastors and bad pastors were. Like, around here, church would end hopefully at, like, noon, especially if the Cowboys were playing at noon. If you had a good pastor, he could wrap up the service in, like, 10, 10 seconds. He could wrap it up, tell you to go. If you had a bad one, he'd always do this. We, and we had a bad one for a long time. He would ask for people to come down and and, and, and want to talk to God. And, like, people would go down and the preachers would pray with them and they'd do all kinds of stuff. I got in trouble once. And it, I'm going to tell you why I got in trouble. So I look back on this and I laugh. Um, so it was a Sunday service, summertime. It was, it was about this time of year, maybe a little bit late, maybe, maybe one more month, but springtime where everything is washed, everything is, is, is rain and all that kind of shit, right? And I went down to the front of the church at the end of the sermon. There was no rain, there, there's no cowboy game on, so I didn't have to worry about being late. You just kind of, so I went down. And that usually takes the service, like the service will end at like 12, 15, 12, 30. If the pastor does that, motherfucker goes on till about 1, 15, 1, 30. So I went down. I prayed on, fucking preachers talking to me. My mom goes, what did you ask for to be prayed on? And I'm not kidding. I said, I, I asked for God not to let it rain today because I wanted to play my baseball game. Oh, my mom was so mad. It's like, you don't pray for that. You pray for other people. I was like, well, the team's my other people. Yeah, I got in a little trouble for that. I was never, ever allowed out of the pews ever again. Not even to go to the bathroom. But, yes, that is what's, well, that's what it's like going to a Pentecostal church, Jalapeno. All right, let's continue. Uh, we got one more. Uh, no, that was it? That, that's all the letter? Oh, 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 okay. All right, here we go. We got this one here. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie, do you think that the dude who was swimming against chicks lost on purpose because he'd already won and that was good enough? Samantha. Oh, let, let's see. We had a young old pastor tag team. They would take turns. The young guy was all fire and brimstone and would take all day. The old guy was much more laid back, and I think it was a 49ers fan and wanted to go see the games, if you know what I mean. Oh, I know. I know exactly what you mean. Um, interesting developments happened last weekend at the uh, NCAA swimming meets. Yes, Leah Thompson, the magic man. I'm sorry, magic woman. She won the national title in, in one of the events that she was in. She's a national champion. Meaning she's the best female swimmer in that event in the country. I would hope so since she is a man. But as the weekend went on, she finished dead last in the 100-meter relay. Or in the 100-meter sprint. No relay. And it got me thinking, and, and it got me thinking mainly because I got this email 
pretty much when she finished in last place. And I started thinking about it. And I started thinking about a lot of stuff with this. We have to have this discussion. So if she tanked those last matches because it didn't really matter to her because she won her event, first of all, she's a terrible teammate. And I'm trying to be nice and using the correct pronouns as I'm not, I, I don't want to be deemed full of hate even though I have nothing but contention for this human being. I mean, you see the you see her standing next to second and third place. It, it, there was no contest. When I was a lifeguard, I worked with a lot of people that were on swim teams, and swimmers swimmers have swimmers' bodies, especially dudes. If dudes are tall, they probably have no traps whatsoever, just wide ass shoulders, skinny. Long legs. And that's exactly what this this person was born to swim. There's a fellow I worked with at the water park. His name was Guy. He was six foot seven. And you want to talk about somebody that was born to swim? It was him. And this Leah Thompson kind of reminds me of that. Now. Beard to Milo from back when Jim Carrey was funny. Yep. Built 19 years of natural testosterone. Yeah, and, and I would say that this swimmer would be built like my old friend Guy was. I, I don't know if she's six foot seven, but what happens now? Yeah, see, I it, it could be that, that they flop because they want to be like, see, I'm equally matched to these ladies. What happens next year? She's not going to make the Olympic team. Just, she won't. IOC is going to keep her out, and that's fine, and I'm, I'm glad about that. What happens when she decides that she wants to go back? Because she hadn't had the wang cut off yet. The Wang is still intact. How weird is that in the, the locker room of the swim team? When they all take their 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 little their bloomers off, you got a big old Johnny Wad in there. But you're a female. <laughs> okay. That's the biggest hog I've ever seen on a female. Lord, you could make some money in Taiwan. Or, I'm sorry, Thailand. But what happens when she gets out of college and she decides, hey, you know what, I'm going to go back to being a man. Do we have to recognize her achievements? Do we have to recognize her? If she's a man next year, do we still have to recognize him as the national champion? I'm just wondering. Because I'm not. The, the girl who went to the University of Virginia who finished in second place, third place was a Longhorn. Uh, there's your winner and runner-up right there. Leah Thompson, no. Uh-uh. Sorry, hun. 
<laughs> they're bloomers. Whatever it's called in there. And this is going to bring the, – the, the reason why I'm talking about this today is because Thursday, uh, Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy is going to be on the show. And we're going to have a discussion about records that cannot be beaten. What, what records out there? Now, I'm going to give you one of mine right now. And this one's an easy one. Give you this one now to, to kind of get your mind thinking. There aren't many of these records that are still left, but there are. So the record is five hundred and eleven wins. Cy Young. Cy Young's five hundred and eleven wins will never ever ever be sniffed. Nor will his losses. I believe he has over 300 losses. He has the most losses as well, too. But I will tell you this right now. 511 wins is not going anywhere. And these are all records. We can talk about baseball. We can talk about football. We can talk about movies. Whatever records you don't think that can be broken, we will talk about it. Now, that's not fair. Uh, all she didn't even commit to being a female. Like, how can your team count on you being a, if you aren't in for yourself? Like, you really just did spot gender change thing for a gimmick? Or to actually be competitive to dominate a sport? 100% thought penis removal would have been the top qualifier to competing as a woman. So did I. But from what I understand, it, it, from what I understand, the, the, the director of health and human services... Uh, Miss Levine or Levine, whatever that ugly bitch's fucking name is. I imagine I, I heard that she hasn't had the the whack of the dick off yet surgery. Her teammates say they were uncomfortable with Lee in the showers. They were called transphobic. Yeah, so was that girl in Virginia who got raped. Oh, Scott, I hear you, brother. Hank Aaron's home run records won't be broken without steroids. We can, we will have that discussion. I'm glad you call it Hank Aaron's record, V. Coop. Question of the Ask Family Women. Did any of your mothers make you wear bloomers when you were little girls? Also, what decade was it? Gosh, bloomers is just a fun word to say. I don't think they're actually wearing bloomers in there. Uh Oh, I, I fully expect Leah Thomas to switch back to being a man. Fully. No, he, no. And honestly, like, like, really, honestly, he's got a story for the rest of his life. Oh, I can totally see this being a hoax. Oh. And that's what I'm really hoping it is. I'm hoping that this is a hoax, and it'll piss people off so much that that could be the end of wokeism. I think that'd be great. But if you have not transformed your gender from one to the other, how can you identify as trans? Are you not just a man who identifies as a woman or vice versa? I'm not taking the fact that he wants to be a woman away. That's fine. But don't you dare... Be a wolf in sheep's clothing. Literally, at least take off your own your wolf balls. 
So the head of Health and Human Services puts his mushroom stamp on approval on policies. Yep, just stamps it right on there. I'm amazed at this move. I, I've never seen a movement like this. Fucking, for, for honestly. Like, it's 7.9% of our population is LGBTQ, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It seems like 100% of that 7% is trans. That's all we hear about anymore. Generally, they changed Bruce to Caitlin in the record books. When Leah turns back to a man, they change them back to his name. When they, oh, they won't do that. Oh, no, 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 Kale. They will not do that. That's so interesting to me. This outrages me almost as much as the peanut butter free tables at school. How about the peanut butter free schools? Uh, historical transgender picture. Okay. Let's see. What did Brett send me? Uh, I worked with the first transgender professor of firefighting. He had, had a great time and she was great to work with. Okay. I'm not, look, look. First of all, I'm not here to bash transgenders. Okay. If you truly are a transgender person, hey, more power to you. Go get it done. These are the people that are making your cause look bad. I'm fine with trans people. I'm not okay with trans athletes. And if you haven't had implants or willy chopped off, then you're not fully committed and it's not a valid switchover. Fight me on it. Implants? What do you mean, like boob implants? Some swimmers don't have titties. So you don't have to get boob boob implants. Uh, There are entire schools that are peanut butter. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they are public schools. They are public school districts. Jen, 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 I've talked about this on the show. There are school districts that don't allow peanuts in the schools anymore. Private school, they, private school can do whatever they want. These are public schools. Uh, forgive me, I forget what state it was in. I want to say it was either Colorado but school sent home, uh, it sent an email out to parents saying, hey, it, th- now this is a true story. I, I want you to, Jen, Jen, I want you to just imagine yourself. I want you to take yourself away real quick. Hold on a second here. Jen, uh, as long as you're not driving, close your eyes. What is your natural reaction to this, Jen? You're sitting here. You're sitting at work, and all of a sudden, boom, email pops up, and you open it. It's an email from your kid's school that says, Dear parents, if your child eats any peanut butter at home, please make sure that you doubly brush their teeth, as we do not even encourage the scent of peanuts in our school. Your kid could get sent home if they had peanut butter on their breath. 
Uh, thank you. I'll send my son to school PBJ and Santa's occasionally. Fuck it. Uh, thank you, Brett. I appreciate it. Uh, I have apparently missed that talk. That is not okay. Peanut butter is cheap, right? Readily available protein. You just willy-nilly take it away from all because if you're weak to dear Lord. Doesn't the welfare program give peanut butter away for free because it's healthy and protein and a kid will eat it? Well, it's interesting that you bring that up. A few years ago, on a little TV program that, that gets decent ratings, it's usually well, it's usually number one or number two every week, and the show's called 60 Minutes. And they had a contributor, a reporter, if you will, go to Africa and work with a doctor in Africa who's helping starving children in Africa. That reporter was the one and only Anderson Cooper, By the way, the difference between Anderson Cooper and a microwave, when you put your meat in Anderson, when you put your meat in a microwave, it doesn't brown it. Anderson Cooper asked his doctor, "Doctor, you're helping these children with, with peanut butter." And they were feeding these African kids peanut butter. And Anderson Cooper decided to ask the stupidest question he could ask. What about peanut allergies? The doctor laughed at him. The doctor says peanut allergies are a made-up thing in America. Now, I'm not here to say what's made up and what's not. I'm not calling you out on your allergies for peanuts. There is a simple solution, and most parents find out their kids are allergic to peanuts early on. Well, this is what you do. You introduce them to peanuts slowly. Because I know a lot of people out there are allergic to grass. Does that mean we have to get rid of grass everywhere? Pollen? We going to get rid of pollen? I mean, we're trying. We're trying to get rid of all the bees. The way I battle it is that way, Coop. Don't have kids. I can eat peanut butter whenever the fuck I want. I can have a big old spoonful of peanut butter right now. But I'm doing the show. Douglas says I'm allergic to penis. Not mine, but ones connected to other people. It amazes me. It truly amazes me that we have allowed this to happen for one, in in some schools' cases, one kid. Do you know what you're teaching that kid? I'm allergic to bullshit. Can we get rid of that? I wish we could, but then we'd all be vegans. So I, I don't think that's worth it. You're teaching that one kid they are more important than all the other kids in school. Instead of teaching that kid self-reliance. If you see kids eating peanut butter and you're deathly allergic to peanut butter, don't sit near them. The best part of this entire rant is the final part of this story. Not the story that I'm reading, but the one that's in my head. Had an employee at the radio station. And this was so funny. 
she came up and told us this story. That her son had a birthday party. And I was like, well, I wasn't invited. That's bullshit. And the kid was like six, so you know there's going to be good shit at this party. But I digress. She had the party. There were a bunch of kids at the house. And they had all your normal treats. And mom made like Reese's peanut butter cookies. Okay. All the kids eating the cookies, doing all the stuff. This is a true story. All the kids went home. Next three days, all the kids went to class. Nobody missed class because they were sick. They All the kids were there. But mom found out something three days after the party. That one of the kids has a terrible peanut allergy. Holy shit! Yeah. And here she is serving peanut butter cookies to him. And you know what happened to the kid? Nothing. He ate the peanut butter cookies and he was okay. But the mom, the radio station lady, she felt bad that she served this kid peanut butter cookies. So you know what she did? She called the mom and said, hey, Mrs. Full yourself. I hate to say that I I did not know that your son, little Johnny, was allergic to peanuts. And mom's like, yes, oh, he's deathly allergic. If he touches one peanut, he will die. Well, that's interesting because he ate a whole mess of peanut butter cookies. What, 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 what? At that point, screaming and yelling happens. And wouldn't you know, the kid missed the next two days of school because... Got sick. That's a true story. If the mom would have shut her mouth, not even called the other mom, that kid would have been in school every day. But we have this new thing now where our kids, I think there's some parents out there. Because it's not cool to brag about sports or grades anymore because we've just found out that that schools are getting rid of valedictorians. I think parents enjoy bragging about what ailments their children have now. I think this is the new new level thing. That your kid's got to have something for you to matter in that school. Like, it used to be the moms that drove the coolest cars. Those kids were up on that. Now it's the kids who are the sickest. Well, my son has a goiter coming out of his neck, and he's still at school every day. Hashtag goiters lives matter. Isn't it amazing? For one person. Remove all the rules. One. I don't get it. I feel bad for people with seafood allergies. They're missing out. Oh, amen to that. Amen to oh. Shit, I should have went with her. Damn it. Damn it. Could have got all you could eat sushi today. Damn it to hell. Uh, all right, next one here. Let's let's get back to the mail, shall we? Don't move. 
Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. It's here. Listen up. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Arnie, I need your help in an argument I got my wife with while on vacation. We ate at a place where all the ordering is done online. We show up, tell the server our names, and they bring our food. Am I still supposed to tip 15%? My bill was $97, and I left three for an even hundred. Am I wrong? That's from Gordy. Ooh. I love talking the tipping policies on this show. So, okay. You have to order everything online. When you get there, they give you your food, you sit down, and you eat. Special Kale says you left too much. I wouldn't have tipped, so you don't tip the McDonald's people. Well, okay, okay, so question, 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 question. Uh, let's say that you go to the Outback Steakhouse, but you call them and you're ordering it to go. You're not even waiting in your car for it. You get out of your car and you walk in. You walk in. It could be out back. It'd be Chili's. Chili's to go. You walk in to get your food to go. Do you tip? No, Gordy is correct. Hangtown Jen says no. Nope, tip. Christopher says, fuck no, you don't tip. It's 10%, not 15 or 20. Well, it's 15. That's where it usually is supposed to start. I'm not telling you how to dip, but I'm just letting you know. I'm not cheap, but $3 sounds fine here. If they don't serve me, no tip. Unless you're the kid that makes my sandwich, I tip him. What about curbside pickup? I usually don't tip. See, now, see, that's why I made sure to say you went in. Because curbside, they got to bring it out to you. That's an interesting one there. That one right there kind of plays with your mind. Stephanie says, wait, why no tip? The person greeted them, sat them, ensured they got their food. They probably made sure drinks were full. I disagree. Well, he, he left a tip. He left a $3 tip. I would still tip, maybe not 15%, but regardless, I still show appreciation for those who make my food. I don't go to fast food that often and don't tip fast food. No, I never tip. You never tip fast food. This is an interesting predicament because, yes, they did seat you. They brought you your food. How much do you take? Okay, Steph, in this case, you show up. You have to order everything online. You show up. They bring you your food. Say you don't need refills. They don't need to refill your drinks. How much do you tip them? Let's say your bill is $97. What do you tip? Nope, not 18%. You treat that like a delivery, 10 to $15 tops. Okay. I'd still tip maybe not to 15 cents, but I still show appreciation for those who made my food. I don't go to fast food. Oh, I read that one. 
I don't like ordering on. I went to a restaurant for full service. Ken Dog says 10 bucks. Okay. Interesting. I went to an Olive Garden and was handed to kiosk. Yeah, I don't like these little ordering stations because that really makes it interesting then because you, you can't really, you know, I, I don't like that. I, I don't like the robotic waiters and waitresses. I would tip 10 bucks. It's not their fault the company has that option now. If I were still serving, that would suck so bad. Okay, all right, fair enough, fair enough. I gave three. I'm a bad person. That's, that's interesting to look at it where you blame the, the company. I like that. I like that a lot, that it's the company's fault for this. Christopher goes on to tell Steph, Steph, you don't tip because they didn't wait on you. At best, you slip them a buck. It's not like tipping your waiter. Servers make minimum wage. Okay. I did tip a few times picking up food. I feel bad because I think they're making much anyway. Now I don't. Uh, it's like $7 an hour. Be kind. I'll, I, you know, I'll throw in something for the effort. But but once again, and, and once again, y'all got to watch this. When you go to restaurants, all these uh, – because people, hey, hey, ask family, this shouldn't be you, okay? I hold you guys in such esteem that you should know exactly what 15% of your order is. Just double the tip, and that's what your tip should, or double the tax, and that's what the tip could be, okay? If you want to go a flat 15%. breaking out calculators and all kinds of shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're absolutely right about that, Steph. Those people have jobs, unlike the people living off COVID as expressed. Amen to that. I try my best, even when I'm out in public by myself. You know, like like I told you guys, I, I, I don't, I can't stand being told to be nice to people. Because I'm not saying the, the fucked up, sh- corrupt shit that I'm saying to these people. I'm saying it to myself. That way I can, it, it helps me deal with the issue. Like if a chick had two mouths and one was on her forehead, yeah, I would go back for a second and third look at that. And I would have all kinds of shit to say. Didn't say anything to her. I got to deal with this in my own way. It's seven twenty-five Nevada. That's uh, just fourteen dollars in California. Get a place to live? No, and it shouldn't because minimum wage shouldn't pay all your bills. Uh, I go out to eat sushi a few times a month. I have a favorite waitress that's become friends with. She brings me homemade jam and veggies, fruit for my garden. I was tipping her well over twenty percent until she told me they all share tips. I wanted to have uh, her money, my money. The others didn't serve me. I thought that was the dumbest thing. Uh, they make minimum wage plus tips. How many folks give them three to five bucks versus the percentage they, they make plenty? I don't think anybody makes plenty. I think anybody can make more. Look, I, I, I'm not going to bash wait servers and, and waitresses and things like that. This is their lot in life. Then, yeah, 
and 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 by the way, by the way, how many of those waiters and waitresses have to deal with fucking assholes who think it's like the when they go to some place like the Olive Garden, they think they're in some place fancy and they start ordering people around. Don't do that. You're better than that. True server wage is much less than minimum wage, Douglas. Heck, I made 214 an hour as a waitress in Indiana in the 90s. And I shit you not, the wage is the same today, 214 an hour. They expect to bring home in tips. Uh, Douglas, you're right. Minimum wage shouldn't be a living wage. It, it shouldn't. It, it, never, it was never designed for that. No, it, it, Steph, let me just say, it, uh, that's one of my rules that I have in my own head. If you don't have enough money to tip, then you don't have enough money to eat out. You don't. Olive Garden isn't the fa- isn't fancy. Not that fancy. I wouldn't say it's quite as fancy as Nick and Sam's. <laughs> Are you guys coming up with reasons to fling money around like you're one of the good fellas? Next time you go through a drive-through, pull over, get out of your car, walk inside, and tip every single employee working inside 15%. Stop being so ridiculous. The Olive Garden is fancy. Okay. All right. You don't have to tip. If I'm treated poorly, the server's not entitled to a tip, and that is damn true. California is trying to make minimum wage a living wage to put that on the ballot. I'm in the middle of Lister Mail here, but I'll go ahead and address this idea real quick. That minimum wage should be a living wage. Wage. It should not be. Do you know who gets minimum wage? Okay. Do you know who gets that? High school kids. High school kids get minimum wage. Now, if you're a server and you're you're worth your salt in being a server, you're going to make far more than minimum wage per hour with your tips. Does anyone tip their sky waitresses? Flight attendants. I love that I came up with sky waitresses. Why is there a difference? Just curious. Interesting fact. Interesting fact. Sky waitress, that's clever. Do they like that? No, they hate it. No. No, do not call them sky waitress. They will kick you off a moving plane. I have 10 tables in my eight-hour shift. Each table tips me $3, so I made $24 in eight hours, plus $58 hourly before taxes. So approximately $82 before taxes for an eight-hour workday is enough. Please? So you got paid 10 bucks an hour pretty much for your eight hours of work. That's not a living wage. You're going to have to have another job on top of that. No sky waitress is noted. Yeah, yeah, stay away from that one. I tip basically because I have to choose to because I'm getting service and I appreciate their effort. It's rare that I get a terrible server and I have had and and I have never not tipped. I've only not tipped a couple times and here's my reason for it. This is my number one reason over everything. It's karma. It's karma. 
look, when I go to a restaurant, I don't I don't feel the need to have everything catered to my every whim because I'm at a restaurant. No. Now, if I'm at a place like like we went last week, Nick and Sam's, where they put your napkin on your lap for you, I'm going to expect a whole lot more service, but I'm paying a whole lot more money. It's simple. There are 30-year-olds that are minimum wage jobs because they have no drive to make their better life and expect the government to force businesses to pay more. So, Dad, that, you know what? And, and honestly, you're, you're 100% on that. You're 100% correct on that. But that's not our fault. And until we get some people that are in Congress, that are in government, that finally say to these 30-year-olds who are making minimum wage, it's not our fault. Go get another job. But Arnie, I'm working this. So? What else are you going to do? You ain't got no money. Go to work. Get a second job. You get more money. But 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 then I can't go out and enjoy it. So what do you want to do? Do you want to enjoy it or do you want to have it? See, these are the questions you have to ask yourself. And yes, they get taxed on their tips now. And that's why a lot of places do the tip sharing, which I think is ridiculous. I've told the story, and, and I, I told it a little bit last week. We went to a, 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 a seafood restaurant in Seattle. Now, let me tell you something. When I worked in Seattle, that was the second most money I ever made until the end of the, my run on that morning show in a new contract I, I had signed. That, the new contract was the most money I ever made in my life. Seattle before that, though, was up there. I made a lot of money. And I, I, I earned every bit of it because I was that good. And we went out for a, a, a uh, congratulatory meal. I wanted to go to the Met Grill again because if you're ever in Seattle and you want a great steakhouse, go to the Met. It's fucking phenomenal. But everybody else wanted to do seafood that night. So I was like, okay, I, I can eat lobster. Because it wasn't sushi. If it was sushi, I could have handled that. This is like a regular old seafood restaurant, and I don't like cooked seafood that much. We went in there, and I looked at this menu. There wasn't a whole lot on that menu that I could really sink my teeth into, especially for the prices, because it was an expensive place. So I order something, right? You know, and there's a big table of us. There's like eight of us there. And I keep noticing at other tables, I see lobsters coming out. Whole lobsters. I even asked the, the waiter for another menu. They brought me a menu back when I was eating. I, I don't know. I, I guess I got some kind of like, you know, fucking shrimp pasta or whatever. And I'm looking on that menu for fucking lobster. There's nowhere on there. So the waiter comes back to our table, and I say, excuse me, um, I, I notice a lot of people in here uh, have lobster. 
I was just, I, I didn't see that on the menu. And this guy looks right at me. And, and, and by the way, at this time, I, I probably got a pair of jeans on. This is long before my sandals only phase. So I had a pair of shoes on, jeans, polo shirt. I probably shaved, looked good. I was out in public. If you worked in radio, you tried to look good if you go out because you never know who's going to see you. So I was looking decent. Everybody at the table looked decent. Every one of us showed up in a brand new car. And when I asked about the lobster, the waiter looked at me and said, well, I didn't read you today's specials because I didn't think you could afford them. As he walked off. Now, as he's walking off, I'm being restrained. That's a true story. I'm being restrained because Arnamania is about to run fucking wild. So the leader of our group gets up and he goes and talks to the manager of the restaurant. The manager of the restaurant comes over, looks at us and says, so sorry about that. You're all pretty young. By the way, I'm like 32 at this time. I'm 30. I'm 30 years old. Y'all look a little young, so how about I give you a free dessert? Now, the leader of the show knows what's about to happen with this free dessert offer. And now I have I have promised on my own word that I will not react poorly. So I just sit there and I refuse the dessert. So we get our bill. They didn't even compass. That's the best part of this story. They didn't compass, even though they said, you don't look like you can afford that. My, my, my damage to the bill was about $40, so I gave $40. Did you say I'm a man, I'm 30? No, that hadn't come out yet. Um, I give $40. I put it in. You know, they're counting it all. We didn't get separate checks. And we had enough to cover the bill. And then somebody goes, eh, what about the tip? You know, I was a server once, and this goes to other servers. Motherfucker threw $20 down. Our producer at the time, he threw like $10 down. Like his date threw $10 down. And like the friend of the hen, she threw another 20 down. So there's like $60 in there for a tip. So we get all our shit and we get up and we're walking out. I said, oh shit, I forgot something. I went back to the table. Arnie was paid $20 to eat that fucking meal that night because he took all that tip money. 
You know what time it is. I didn't have to pay for that shitty seafood pasta. Oh, and I got $20 for being insulted. So this idea that tips are, are it, uh, tips are one of those things that you have to say, okay, I'm going out to eat tonight. If I'm treated like, and by the way, I've never been treated like that ever since then. Treated that way, you don't leave no tip. Fuck that shit. And they didn't comp our meal? you got to be kidding me. Mm-hmm. If you've not experienced being judged solely on how you look, you're missing out on life's greatest teaching experiences. I can say nothing has taught me more than about people watching than judge me as I'm a parent at 18, full of tattoos. Some years I felt like I was an elected grand jury to judge my every parental move. I grew through it. Oh, I, I got judged. They, they, look, they, the first time I experienced this, and, and I started to take it as like, okay, well, I should. And then I said, no. I hit a uh, royal flush on a quarters machine at Hooters in Reno one Sunday afternoon. Now, this is way even before my radio days because I was drinking. And uh, I hit a Royal Flush. Pays you $1,000 tax-free because it's under the amount. Like $1,100, got to report it. $1,000. Now, at that time in my life, all I was doing was drinking beer at Hooters and maybe a bottle or four a week of Jack Daniels. That was my life. So I said, you know what? I'm going to make today worth it. I'm going to go buy me some brand new cowboy boots. I'm going to get some ostrich because I've always wanted ostrich. And now I have the money to afford it. At that time, ostrich boots were probably about four or $500. And I went to a store there in, in, in the Reno area. And I had a pair of workout shorts on because I'd gotten done it. My, post, my post-workout meal was beer. Had a clean T-shirt on, workout shorts, tennis shoes. Showed up at this country store. Found a pair of boots that I wanted. They're $515. I got $1,000 in my pocket. Nobody will help me. Nobody will come over and talk to me. There's plenty of employees, and they're kind of looking. Nobody says, can I help you, sir? Did you find everything all right? Nobody wanted to help me, so I put the boot back on the shelf. I waited another 10 years before I got my first pair of ostrich skin boots. I have to work, but I wish I could call in. I have about five minutes uh, hot take on tipping that I've been wanting to let out since forever. Maybe I'll write an email. Yeah, write me an email. I'll read it tomorrow. Uh, but, Gordy, no, you are to get back to the original letter, Gordy, you are not wrong. You are not wrong whatsoever. There you go. Man, oh, man, this has been a good mail segment today. Edge, listen up. It's time for mail call. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Uh, let's see. Brett says, true Reno Hooter story. It was there in 96, and the sign at the bar says, we even ID George Burns. Right after he died that year, they modified the sign. We even carted George Burns. Yeah, I remember that. that shit, I drank a lot at that Hooters. Uh, this is from Robert. It says, hey, Arnie. 
I was just wondering what you thought would be the most valuable prize. Like, is it the Super Bowl, the biggest that you can win, or the World Series, or a gold medal? I'm asking because I know you're in the Hall of Fame. Yes, I am. I'm looking at my statue as we speak. Uh, so just okay. So so what's the what's the biggest prize out there in all the sports? Ooh, this is a topic that could take on its own fucking life here. What's the what what is it? Is it the Masters? The USO? I can break it down in sports. It's either going to be the British Open or the Masters in golf. Football, it's the Super Bowl, World Series, NBA Championship. Stanley Cup, gold medal. Which one is the most valuable? What about an Oscar? Can you throw Oscars in there too? If you could, okay, so I guess the way you ask this question is, if you can only win one award... What would it be? Super Bowl trophy, World Series championship, the Heisman trophy, you can you can choose that too if you want. Which one would you choose? Gold medal, Emmy, Academy Award, Tony, Grammy. I would say assy if you're a movie director, but that 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 happens on Friday. Man, that's a great question, Robert. I might have to I might have to ask Joe that one on on Thursday because we got some good stuff for Joe on Thursday. Um, for me, I I guess the only way to answer that is whatever you're true to. If you're you know. You're born in Minnesota, and all you do is play hacky. Then, then the Stanley Cup's going to be the biggest thing for you. Arnie should get some kind of comedy award. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, I I would say World Series. That 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 would be mine. Oh, World Series. Oh, you know what? No. No heavyweight champ. Heavyweight champ. That would be badass because you know if you're the heavyweight champion of the world, you know that you are one of the baddest people on the face of the earth. Are you including service medals too? Congressional Medal of Honor. I'm not going to include. I'm not going to include the Congressional Medal of Honor because that's like the ultimate prize, and they're about to build a museum here. For all the Congressional Medal of Honor winners, I can't wait till that's open. I want to go check that out. Uh, Nobel Prize. You can put Nobel Prize on there. Uh, I think I did, uh, I'd want to win the Nobel Peace Prize. I don't even know what it is, but it sounds huge. Well, you brought peace to the world. You can get the Nobel Prize for peace, for science, for all kinds of stuff. Uh, 
I was raised watching NASCAR. The cup is my pin, uh, pinnacle. That, that'd be cool. Uh, Radio Hall of Fame is best in that list. Well, thank you. Yeah, I, I would take I, I would I would take heavyweight champ of the world. Cause then everybody calls you champ. You think about it, you've got the greatest nickname in the world. Hey champ. I like that one. I like that a lot. I mean they can call you that, you know, if you win a World Series or Super Bowl champ, but you know, come on. Harney Man of the Year and you beat a tranny. Nobel Prize of Political Junk. Obama won it. What a piece. What piece did he get? Remember, he won it nine days after being elected. Look that up. That, that's a true story. Barack Obama was elected, and on January 30th, nine days after he was in office, he was named the Nobel Peace Prize winner. Uh, does Tahoe Joe? No, he's doing security right now. I'm not, I'm not sure exactly where Joe is working. Nine days. Wow. Great award. His nine days of mandating different shit. (laughs) Jesus. But, hey, at least he didn't put out mean tweets, right? You know, we were all able to go to bed at night without mean tweets coming to us. Uh, Next one here. Let's go. Not Bucket. It's time for mail call. Welcome to mail call. What the fuck do you want? Arnie, I was wondering if you could help me with my girlfriend. I've heard through a friend that she's expecting me to ask her to marry her and has been since Valentine's Day. Oh, fuck. I'm not really ready for this yet, and we've talked about it, and she knows I'm not going anywhere. I just don't want to feel rushed. What can I do about this? Signed, not rushed. Oh, man. Yep, Trump brought peace to the, the uh, to the uh, oh to to the uh, United Emirates uh, Arab Emirates the the UAE. He brought peace to the UAE. No peace prize though. Isn't that amazing? He actually has some sort of peace in the Middle East, but he didn't get any credit for it. Uh, yesterday, two times I quoted Arnie on the red wave coming midterms, and then the uh, that laptop investigation is coming. Oh, absolutely it is. I want a Nobel Prize so I can accept it and trash it because it's meaningless. Uh, don't ask her to marry you. That was simple. Uh, wow. Not rushed. Your girlfriend is expecting... A proposal and has been for the last month? Motherfuckers, it's been a month since Valentine's Day. She's been sitting on this for a month? And you just now found out about it? Oh, man. And you've talked about it and she knows you're not going anywhere. But she wants to be married. Hangtown Jen says, wait, is she pregnant? Mm. Not rushed? You might want to ask that question. No, I didn't even think of that. Thank you, Jen. 
this is what a lot of you people got to realize, and, and it's going to sound like I'm bashing women, but there are plenty of men in this category as well. What's more important to you, your wedding or your marriage? I know a lot of you picked up exactly what I just said there. Hold on, I got to take my teeth out for a second. <laughs> What's more important to you? Your wedding? Or your actual marriage. Your marriage is when you two are with each other at all times and sleeping and doing that. Your wedding is that day. Your wedding's the party. Your wedding's where she wears white even though we know she's a whore. Obviously, the marriage should be more important. The wedding is one day, and I'm not saying you should shit on weddings. I mean, if you have the money to do a wedding of your dreams, then do it. Us guys will never understand it because girls dream about this from an early age. Okay. I'm okay with that. I'm, I, I'm okay with women wanting a big wedding. Problem is, if you can't afford it. Now, coming to this, though. Honestly, this is what you got to do, and I'm surprised nobody said this. Uh, That's exactly what I was thinking. They're opening things back up, and it's coming up on wedding season. Oh, yeah. She just wants the fantasy party. Uh, Maybe throw her a big birthday bash with a tiered cake. Maybe that'll settle her needs. I want to strangle Sawyer's mom sometimes, but I always have her back. It's us against the world. The wedding was cool, but not the foundation. Yep. I mean, you can't go wrong with a nice tiered cake. Well, you just love cake, though. You you would eat any kind of cake. It wouldn't even have to be tiered. Who you're marrying is more important. If she rushes you, she might not be the right one. Well, this is what I think you should do, not rushed, is that you should go to her and go, why are you expecting me to propose? We've talked about this. I'm not ready. And here you are telling your friends you're expecting me to propose and have been expecting me to do that since Valentine's Day. How fucked up is that? Now I look like a shithole compared to you. She's probably listening to her girlfriend saying, When are you getting married? Right, kid says, I'm still waiting for a proposal. Well, start holding your breath. It uh, doesn't say how long they've been together. I'm sorry. Uh, maybe they can write back. Don't get married. It's a leading cause of divorce. Has she given you anal? If that's not why she isn't getting married. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, look, hey, not rush. This is what you, you got to man up. Yeah, it's time for a confrontation. No men's like that. No, men don't like confrontation unless they think there's going to be a fight involved. And they like confrontation when it's not them. They love confrontation when it's not them.
Yes, an honest line of communication should be the first and foremost. You should be able to talk to her about this. And this is just whispers coming from her friend. You should be able to find out. Yeah. Not a big fan of marriage anymore. I don't see the need after entering a binding three-party contract with another person in the state. If you don't need a piece of paper to be loyal, faithful, and a life partner. Agreed. I'm just saying if you can eat her pussy and she can take a mouthful of your dick, then you can very at least talk honestly with each other. Man, my dick was just in your mouth three minutes ago. We, we need to be able to talk honestly with each other. Yeah, I, Rush, don't use that line either. That's not, that. no, uh-uh. All right, a couple more. Welcome to Mail Call. It's here. Listen up, it's time for Mail Call. What the fuck do you want? Arnie, I've been wanting to say something for a little bit now, but I didn't know how to say it. Usually I pay attention to the Mixler chat, but lately it's been very divisive. I wonder if you noticed it as well. Uh, I'm not going to stop listening. That would just be stupid. Uh, But I'm over people who are obnoxious and nuts. Keep up the good work, Arnie, and that is from Rachel. Rachel, I don't know who you're talking about. I'll keep an eye. I haven't noticed anything bad in, in, in in the chat. But, hey, Rachel, it, I hope you come back. I hope you don't stay away. Uh, doesn't matter how long they've been together. I've been with my man for seven and a half years, and I'm not expecting marriage. I know, right? It, everybody wants all this clarification and everything from me. I'm just reading you the letters. Last mail here. And, and by the way, we're just going to stay on. We're going to keep going. I've got a few more stories that we got to do. I don't really need to see shit on her chest before you trust her. Uh, I don't know what she's talking about either. <laughs> Brady Kid says, sorry, Rachel. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Hey, Arnie. Have you been following the recruiting of Arch Manning? I asked because I know you're a huge Longhorn fan. From everything I've read, it looks like he might end up there. Just wondering if you think this will help or hurt his legacy in the Manning bloodline. I think she means she thinks it's obnoxious. She doesn't like nuts. (laughs) Peanuts, walnuts, pecans. Hank Dungeon says, Dear Letter Writers, spell your shit out. The vague asking does no one any good. (laughs) Um, Back to Rich's letter here. Yes, I have been paying attention to the recruiting of Arch Manning. First of all, let let me just throw this out there. I I haven't talked a lot about this, a lot about college sports. until the the powers that be in the NCAA and whoever else out there can somehow get a rope around this NILs, these things that these kids are allowed to be paid for, their name, their image, their likeness, I have no problem with that. saw an interesting interview with uh, Deion Sanders. He's the coach of Jackson State. They have no alumni there, so they can't do the $100 handshakes there. 
And not a lot of people are going to be giving out NILs to Jackson State players whose last name isn't Sanders. He says, have you seen any of these kids make a commercial yet? Are they doing what was asked of them? Remember last year we had a couple offensive lines at schools that were they 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 were uh they were sponsored by like barbecue places. I never saw an ad with the Longhorns offensive lineman at a barbecue place. Or is this just money they're handing them under the table? Is that what this is with these NILs? Because until they get that figured out, I'm not going to be excited about Arch Manning coming to Texas because what they're allowing these kids to do now by checking out of a school, entering this transfer portal, all you're doing is you're allowing kids to play for as many as four schools in their college career. I, I, I Just depending on where they want to go for the money. Derek, you have a great day too, my friend. So, it, it will it hurt his bloodline? The only thing that will hurt his bloodline is if he's as bad as his father, Cooper. If he's not as bad as Cooper, then the, the bloodline ain't going to be hurt. All right, so that just did it for all of our listener mail. So, we're done with listener mail. And we got a few minutes left here. Let's just keep going. Um... Who did I want to start with here? I love this. This is a great story. Demand for panic rooms costing up to a million dollars in crime-ridden L.A. After a string of celebrity robberies. One project included a secret escape tunnel to Malibu. Come on. Request for safe rooms in L.A. has increased by more than 1,000% over the last three months. What about, hey, hey, everybody that lives in L.A., this is what we think about you. Right here, right now. Those guys are fags. You need need a panic room in your house? What's wrong with getting a dog and a shotgun? You get a dog and a shotgun. Somebody breaks in your house, the dog barks, and the shotgun takes care of said person breaking in your house. You don't have to buy some $100,000 or million-dollar panic room. Is that equipped with hookers? High-profile robberies in affluent neighborhoods such as Beverly Hills, Malibu, and Bel Air. Of course they grab the highlight. They they grab the highlights because a it's rich people getting ripped off. Rich white people. I'd like Rachel to come back. Uh to we need more female voices to discord the balance of out all the neck beards. <laughs> Real estate agents have never allowed uh, are never allowed to disclose the existence of these safe rooms until property is sold and under contract. 
They come with the latest biometrics technology, including using fingerprints recognition and retina scan. Do you want to make private? Look, I, this is what I would run on. This is what I would run on. President states, if, if I were to ever campaign and be stupid. If I were to be addressed by the media, uh, Mr. States, how do you plan on making America safe? I'd look at the person lie saying, oh, I'm so happy you asked me that question. I'm not, and neither are they. Whenever they say they're happy to answer that question, that means they would rather answer anything else. So glad you asked me that. Um, if everybody can look over here uh, to, to my right, you'll notice a, a fully automatic shotgun. And today I am making that available free of charge for every citizen in America over the age of 18 years old. Why over 18? Well, because I don't like kids. That's why. If you were to equip America with fully automated shotguns, crime's going down, people. Crime is going down. You don't need any safe houses. You don't need any safe rooms. You've got an automatic shotgun. It has something that's different than stopping power. It has ending power. Uh, the first thing I do, Douglas, you ask me how I'm going to make America great again. I am going to issue out fully automated shotguns to everyone in America who qualifies for it 18 years and older. You get, you got a bunch of misdemeanors on there? Guess what? You ain't getting one for free, motherfucker. Any felony, I can't give it to you, obviously. I, I got to wait and start the ABC after office. I can't do that when in office. I need a safety room. Damn it, will you pardon me then? <laughs> I need a... Do, do, do you have any of the houses? I mean, you can't ask for it because they can't tell you if there's a, a, a hidden room in the house. How crazy is that? They can't tell you there's a hidden room in the house until you take charge of the house. What if that hidden room has, like, their long-lost brother that they've been keeping in the basement forever? And now I'm stuck. I got to take care of him. That's bullshit. I ain't taking care of him. He's in a leather hood and mask. I want Arnie to run for local office for real. Shit. No. No. Go ahead. Friend of the show, Brian. Uh, by the way, Brian's doing uh, better. I texted him a couple times a weekend, so good looking out for him, ass family, for sending those good vibes his way. Keep it going. But I know that he's going to run, and he's, he's already telling me all the stuff that it encompasses. Nope.
You go into the room and there's a tiger living there. Yeah, well, you ain't. Uh, I'd be panicking right then and there. And you don't. You, you obviously don't tell your male friends that hey, we've got a panic room in the house, because all your friends are gonna make fun of you. You got what? I've thought about this. I I don't want a panic room. I want a panic bunker. I mean, if I got to go down and live in that, I'm going to be, we're, we're going to be pulling that damn Brendan Fraser movie, Blast from the Past. Oh, my lucky stars, the Negro. I'm going to live under the streets for at least, I don't know, 40 years. Mm-mm, no thanks. Done and done. Yes, I'd like a panic room, Bill. What a queef. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're going around demanding a panic room. Jesus. Okay. Let's see. Uh, this story came out over the weekend. It, it looks like it's true. I don't think we're ever going to see it happen, though. Jake Paul says he is willing to put up $60 million to get Kanye West and Pete Davidson to settle their feud in the boxing ring and says this is not a publicity stunt. This is the biggest publicity stunt I've ever heard of in my life. I really don't care for him. I really, really do not like Jake Paul at all. I think he's such a tool bag. But if he can pull this off, I'll give credit where it's due. I mean, I'd want to see that fight. Kanye and Pete Davidson. I'm just telling you right now, I'm going on the wiry Pete Davidson. He's going to have reach. And that's all he's going to have to do is just stick. Stick, 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 move, stick, move. Kanye West is going to have to try to get up all in there. No, he ain't going to get in there. He's going to get knocked out. Kanye will bring a knife. Hmm. Pete Davis will probably bring crack. Good old Pete Davidson. What a loser. By the way, he allows them to call him Skeet. You know in the hip-hop world what Skeet is, right? Little John sang about it. Skeet is pretty much, how should I put this? Um, oh, Oh, that's right. It's ejaculation. So, Pete, your name has been changed to Ejaculate. That's what we're just going to return. We're, we're going to call him that. He's Ejaculate. Pete Davidson's new name is now Ejaculate.
So I guess the Paul brothers said, hey, I got $60 million on this to make it happen. Oh, I'd jump at it. If I was Kanye, I got I got I got to stay stand up for my rep. I got to whoop this white boy. People in Chicago ain't going to believe in me no more. I had a white boy steal my wife. And y'all think he's going to whoop my ass? I I'm just telling you right now. Pete Davidson owns that ass. <laughs> more like scat. Ejack Davidson. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, doo, 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 doo. Uh, we got to take a trip here. Okay, that, that's fine. We like taking trips here. Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's trash can. We have a problem in Florida right now, buddy. Yep, and it starts with uh, this young man, James Gousset. You see, the man, Mr. Gousset, uh told a deputy he got his foot stuck in the closed door of a porta potty It happens. When deputies opened the porta potty's door, they found a baggie in there with a powdery substance, a syringe, and a larger bag filled with smaller baggies. The substance was indeed fentanyl, and Mr. James was arrested on two different charges. There you go. That's not the place you want to get caught. No. Oh, come on. You're breaking down the fentanyl in a shitter? I hear the commentators for the fight. Ejaculation was explosive and all over Kanye. <laughs> Good old skeet. Skeet, skeet, motherfucker. Skeet, skeet. Okay, let's see. Hold on a second. We got another one here. Why do people just roam the streets in Florida naked? Deputies are looking for a naked man accused of stealing an American flag. This happened in Volusia County Sheriff's. When the doorbell cam went off and saw this guy standing there naked holding a flag. The video cuts to the man standing near the edge of the porch area holding the American flag to his chest to cover himself. Nobody knows who this is, and he walked away. Florida, you need a timeout. You got you got some crazy fucking people there, man. I, I'm I'm just telling you, you got some you got some wackadoodles there. Dudes walking around naked stealing a flag. Boy, he is lucky. He is a luck A. 
Now, our final story today is I down in Cajon country. Oh, good old Creole boy, if you will. Uh, what's this boy's name? Uh, Faniel Duplanier was watching alligators in a canal on Saturday. When he heard calls for help, that's when he knew he had to act quickly. As a young boy had fallen into alligator-infested waters. Hold on a second. I have a flag on the play. Flag on the play. Why was a young boy allowed to be able to be close enough to waters that are uh, alligator-infested? According to the West Wigo Fire Department, Duplanier pulled a five-year-old out of the water. Department post about the incident saying, Today, a West Wigo fire volunteer fire department responded to rescue. Five-year-old fell in the canal. When Dan- Daniel Duplanier, who was in the canal watching alligators, when he heard the boy yelling. Uh, is, is this the video of him here, or is this just a still shot of this fucking bastard? I think it's a still shot. Yeah, it's just a still shot. I want to hear this fucking dude talk. I'm just telling you right now. In Louisiana, this guy will take care of it. This guy will just kill it. That's what he's going to do. He's going to find the alligator, he's going to kill it. If, if something were to happen, he, he saved the boy. But... If, if that was Florida, that boy would be in trouble because he, he messed with alligators. Alligators run Florida, man. I'm telling you, they do. You can't shoot them there, which I think is bullshit. What was the guy saluting the flag? No, he was just naked. Naked weirdo. Uh... Oh, did I, did I tell today's joke? I, I got to give credit. I got to start start doing this again is, is, is telling the jokes on the show because V Coop has some great ones. And sometimes I have to change a little bit of the wording. Like today's jokes were, uh, what does Lance Armstrong do when he gets upset? Takes his ball and goes home. Oh, wait, wait. I have the second one. Second one. I had to clean up the second one a little bit, too. Let's see. Oh, why are Americans so good at solving Rubik's Cubes? Because we're amazing at separating colors. Yeah, I pulled that one off a lot better when I did it. Uh, Is that it? Is that it? Do we have the end? Is that it? Yeah, I think that is it. There you go. All right. Well, hey, that's going to be the end of the show. Tomorrow we have Celebrity Ass Death Match. Tomorrow will be Hump Day, of course. Thursday we got Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy. Friday, not only do we have the blessing of Christopher on the show, but we will also be doing the Celebrity Ass Death Match of, of Ask Arnie songs. And we will be doing all 16 of them. 
all happening this week at ArnieRadio.com. Please remember that room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. Till tomorrow, y'all have a fantastic evening, and uh, adios, everybody.
to go get lights. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. Goodbye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.